Welcome, everybody. It's a Sunday hush tones in the studio with the producer of the year, candidate, Charlotte. You might hear her in the background. She's a month old. She's a baby. She's a producer. Prodigy, maybe. Here comes the theme song, talking apology tour to the Red Sox. Me on behalf of the entire Sports Jerks community after the theme song. Subscribe, rate, and review to the Filibuster Freestyle wherever you get your podcasts. Or check us out on filibusterfreestyle.com. Filibuster, filibuster freestyle. Filibuster, filibuster Watch freestyle. out for the filibuster. Filibuster. Freestyle. Filibuster freestyle. It's the filibuster freestyle. Filibuster freestyle. All right. So here I am. It is June 26th. Excuse me. June 26th. Also, by the way, for those of you who didn't know, definitely got COVID and definitely have this weird phantom cough that you basically heard me suppress in the middle of talking there to open the show post theme song. So on May 15th, myself, Andrew Patterson, Jeremy Johnson, the original sports jerks, were dealing with a 13 and 21 Red Sox team. And I think as Charlotte starts to cry... We were crying about the Red Sox. Alex Cora had a beard. The team wasn't doing well. Right around that time, Alex Cora shaved his beard, and the Red Sox turned things around. So <clears throat> the Celtics run, the Celtics NBA Finals run, gave the Red Sox cover, and the Red Sox are now in second place in the American League East about five and a half weeks later. So May 15th, two days, sorry, four days before Charlotte was born, two days before we went to the hospital, that's a whole other story. The Red Sox were 13 and 21. Now, your Boston Red Sox, I believe, have 41 wins. 41 and 31? Let me double check on that with the crack research team as I vamp here. But the bottom line is the Red Sox are in second place in the American League East. They are. They are 41 and 31. They're a half a game ahead of the Blue Jays. Charlotte's excited about it. They have the third best record, Charlotte. Listen to this before you start crying. In the American League. So even though you've only been a Red Sox fan since the season's a month and a half in, you fans out there heard Andrew Patterson and myself and Jeremy Johnson say the season was basically over. And thanks to everybody but the Yankees and the Astros, who are both getting things done at a really high level, the Red Sox, 8-2 in their last 10 games, they're still 11 games behind the Yankees. I mean, no one said they were going to catch the Yankees for the AL East back on May 15th, but they were 13 and 20. And since that time, 28 and 11. And we got a big apology tour for the Red Sox. Let me make sure Charlotte's okay. And then maybe we'll get into a little bit of why. Not why we're sorry. We're sorry because we were wrong. But I want to get into, by myself, of course. What's the ceiling for this team? Because honestly, the, you know, the Orioles are probably the worst team in the AL East, but the, the Rays are only one and a half games behind the Sox. The Blue Jays, again, a half game behind. Both those teams are sputtering right now. The Twins, a half a game behind the Sox, but they're leading their division. The Astros, again, about four games, four and a half games ahead of the Sox. I don't know that they'll get caught, and again, they're leading their division. But the Red Sox, despite Charlotte's protests, are probably a wild card team. So what's the chances of doing some damage? Give me a second with Charlotte and we'll see. By the way, Charlotte is at once tired, awake, hungry, and not hungry. And that's why, after a quick conversation, 
We have figured things out. You'll continue to hear her, though. I like when she contributes with uh, peanut gallery noises. Anyway, we're going to start doing short and sweet filibusters, likely on Sundays, because guess what? Despite being over 600,000 downloads all time, which we really appreciate, and over 200,000 alone this year, which means we are gaining momentum, folks, we've got a big podcast idea that we're going to take in a different direction. We've actually come up with it recently. We're going to keep it under wraps. So you might be getting a lot of short, sweet, solo filibusters. But Red Sox ceiling. So last year, the Red Sox came out of nowhere and made the ALCS. And they ran into an Astros team that was red hot and better than them. And the Sox took a 2-0 lead, I believe, because they were red hot. No, Charlotte, it's true. They were red hot. Let me pause for a second here. All right, as we were saying. The Sox made the ALCS last year. I think the ceiling for this team is once again the ALCS. Now, I don't know that they'll get out of the wild card game. I don't know that they'll even make the playoffs because it's still kind of dicey. But between the expanded playoff spot and the fact that they've somehow gotten on a hot streak and played themselves back into a position, instead of being eight games under 500 on May 15th, they're now 10 games over 500 on June 26th. As we go into July, at least they're right where we want them, which is we've got ourselves a pretty good to good playoff caliber team to root for over the next three months. So unless they implode and go back to the April to mid-May Red Sox, Charlotte and I are going to have some things to maybe root for, along with the rest of the sports jerks and the rest of Red Sox Nation, all through the summertime and hopefully into October. And what I find interesting is there are so many times during the Belichick-Brady-era Patriots where the Patriots would be figuring things out in the first couple weeks, first month of the season. They'd be 2-2, two and two, they'd be 3-3 three and three sometimes, and you're like, man, the Patriots, what are they doing? And we all know that those teams were able to find their way and get better as the season went. But how many times did a good Red Sox team, a great Red Sox team, a deep Red Sox run mask a mediocre Patriots start between, you know, the years 2001 and really 2019. And I just want to say to the Celtics, thank you for masking the Red Sox woes by captivating us throughout your NBA Finals run. Talked a lot about the Celtics in the last month and a half, starting on May 15th when we said, you know, can the Celtics be a distraction for what is an abominable Red Sox start? And at the time, we were just trying to get the Celtics to the finals, hopefully, and win it, hopefully, which they did not, unfortunately, so they could get us to mid-June, and then only we only had about five weeks before Patriots training camp to be excited about something. But the Red Sox took a page out of the Patriots book of yore and said, oh, we're going to get ourselves right while everybody's paying attention to the Celtics. And then when the NBA season ends, and by the way, the Celtics played in the last game, so again, hats off to those guys. The Red Sox are here to hopefully, instead of ruining our summer, or our summer, as we'd like to say, up here when they ruin our summer, they may give us something else to pay attention to this summer. And that, my friends, is fantastic. So I have my daughter, a.k.a. producer, still next to me, silent, because I think she realizes there's no reason to cry at the beginning of the Red Sox podcast. Sorry, the Red Sox season or the beginning of this podcast because the Red Sox turn things around. 
So I'm sorry on behalf of the sports jerks for giving up on this team. I'm thankful to the Celtics for providing me the distraction I needed. And now the Red Sox have our undivided attention, and they've played themselves into a point where that is not a miserable experience. So Charlotte, great job producing today. Red Sox, way to take the Alex Cora beard superstition breaker and actually make it happen. And here we are once again with hopefully a playoff caliber team that will take us through the summer and into the early fall and into, well into Patriot season, et cetera, et cetera. So, hey, you can't win them all, but as long as you get some cracks at the championship or the playoffs, you have something to be excited and hopeful for. And that's what we got. Thanks to a Celtics run, a Celtics smokescreen of the Red Sox woes, and the Red Sox starting to figure things out. I don't think they're a World Series team still. I don't think they're a championship World Series team still. But do I think they could find a way to the ALCS again like last year, despite being a completely different way of getting there maybe? At this point, I think that's the ceiling. And if they can take it down to the end of September in the playoff hunt and beyond, based on how they started, 13-21, and I think we'll take that every single summer, or at least three summers out of five. Because some summers are going to stink, and some summers, some summers you want a juggernaut. You want to be a great team the whole way. But anyway, this team's got a real, a real redemption tour vibe going to them. Easy for me to say. Charlotte, anything else to say? No? You're seeming pretty quiet now. Filibuster freestyle, once again. Short, sweet, Sunday, hushed tones. Probably moving forward for a while as we work on a really interesting new project that we'll tell you about when we're ready. How's that for a super-duper open-ended teaser? Thanks for listening.